Hey guys, thanks for joining us again for another edition of the Detour Live. We're eight stages down at the Giro d'Italia. Jesus, plenty more bike race to come. There's going to be a mammoth stage and I'm going to preview that. We're going to recap everything that happened on the ground, but it's good to have John Trevorrow back out of the uh, confinements of his uh, <laughs> hotel room and restaurant, living the life. And you come in red hot. If he, you did have your naysayers, a few people said, geez, I, I don't know if he's going to get to the finish here. He's crook early in the Giro. Yeah, we've got all these COVID restrictions, but mate, you bounce back. You, you thrive yeah. in these environments. All good, mate. Yep, headache for a couple of days. But I'll, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine, and actually, I feel great. Uh, it was it was an amazing stage today, actually, Naples, uh, yeah. Napoli, uh, huge crowds. I'm talk, talking monster crowds that you'll see in some of the vision. You you. That pop, show, pop up, I'm sure, that you've stolen from somewhere, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try not to steal it as much anymore because they're red hot. Back when I was doing the first stage past days, you could get away with pirating whatever you wanted. Because now yeah. they've got all these algorithms yeah. and they kick your videos off. And then we get abused because they can't watch our videos. So maybe I'm the best behavior. But I do, you, mate, you got a lot of content uh, pre race. In fact, I couldn't fit them all onto one clip because you've got a 10-minute restriction. So before we go into actually what happened on the stage, let's play the compilation because you spoke to some pretty big names, Ify. You were back in a big way. Yep. All right. Well, it's, it's great for me because then I can sit back, have a coffee and wake up. <laughs> so here's all the... Uh... I, can, I, can, I can even duck down maybe and get my main meal that I had to leave. The entree had been served, the second plate, but my main meal was about to come. I thought, I've got to go. Well, you almost so, got nine minutes, it, so if you can woof it down, go for it. <laughs> no, I don't. It's down two floors, but Vazzy's Vaz, going to bring it up. All right, perfect. Good well, here's, here's all the interviews John had uh, before the start of Stage 8. Matty White, um, should be an interesting day today. Interesting it will be. Uh, it is uh, far from uh, a straightforward circuit, circuit race for sure. So we're starting on the outskirts of Napoli and going uh, pretty much well, near the, the centre of the city there on the coast. It's, not, it's a technical circuit race. Uh, there's a lot of teams interested in having a bunch sprint. So uh, the race could pan out many, many different ways, but uh, it's the last chance for a sprint until at least Tuesday. So uh, it'll be aggressive and it'll stay nervous all day. And uh, exactly what you're saying, what's your uh, message to the boys for today? Oh, today we're just staying out of trouble. Yeah, staying out of trouble, saving as much energy as possible because we know there's a big, we've got a big day tomorrow. There'll be a couple of the boys in the team will be rested today. If there is such a thing on a circuit race, it's stressful, but uh, we'll be saving a couple of the guys who need to be ready for Blockhouse tomorrow. We know how big a day it is. It's going to be the first, first real big challenge. It's 5,000 metres of climbing. But it's, it's hard to have an easy day on a circuit race like this. But other guys will be assigned to keeping uh, Simon and Lucas out of trouble. And uh, I'm sure they'll do a great job at it. So you mentioned tomorrow. And of course, uh, everyone wants to know about tomorrow. It is a monster of a day. And it starts right from the gun. It does. It does. I uh, came here in March to check out the stage. And uh, I said it before, it's probably the hardest, one of the hardest 20Ks of a start of a bike race I've seen. Uh, I think after three kilometres, you, you are straight uphill, really intense ramps. Uh, which obviously aren't even categorised. Um, and then something will go early and there'll be a lot of pressure put on in that first 20 kilometres. And then we've got two two big climbs in the final, the Paso Lachano and uh, obviously the blockhouse itself. So it's 5,000 metres of climbing, which is which is a hell of a lot. Uh, it's as big as any day we have in the Giro. And uh, 
The weather's warm. Uh, I don't know how hot it's going to be tomorrow, but it'll be a warm one and uh, before a well-earned rest day on Monday. So, as you said, uh, it's going to be a monster day for the sprinters tomorrow because uh, they're going to get dropped right from the start. They're going to ha a lot of them are going to have trouble getting in the time cut. But you don't care about them. Uh, it's all about uh, your guys. Do you think tomorrow will be a day where Simon actually tries to take some time or will he just try and make sure he's with, with them at the finish? I think tomorrow is going to be a showdown for sure. I think in the first phase of the race tomorrow, there will be a lot of heat put on by certain teams to try to put other teams under pressure in that first 20 kilometres. After that, I think things will settle down depending on the composition of the breakaway. And uh, I think you will see a battle royale against uh, who's, the who's who on the final climb. But it's a tough climb. There's nowhere to hide. We've been up there before uh, a couple of years ago with, with Adam. Uh, you remember the day that uh, Garen Thomas and a few guys got taken out by the motorbike, uh, by police motorbike that stopped on the side. So we, we've been there before. And it's a tough climb. And I think we're going to get a real glimpse of actually who the contenders are tomorrow afternoon. Okay, about to head to the start of stage eight, and I've got Simon Yates with me, uh, uh, the lead rider for Bike Exchange, Yoko. Um, what do you expect to happen today, mate? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's going to be a tricky circuit. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a, at least I've not done a race like this in a Grand Tour before. Um, it's almost like a city centre circuit, you know, criterium. Uh, a bit like the Baker, it's back in the day, you know. No, uh, Are you expecting uh, <laughs> No, we'll see. It's going to be a tricky day. Um, I think for us GC guys, was it's all about staying safe. Um, but you never know, so we'll see what happens. So, uh, of course, everyone's talking about tomorrow and uh, how it's going to be the big showdown. How do you see it? Uh, well, I think that's, that might play today as well. I think um, I think a lot of GC guys today will be looking to take an easy day because tomorrow is so demanding. It's such a hard day, such a... Uh, such a classic Giro mountain to finish on um, before the next rest day, so... Um, yeah, I think everyone will be going all in for that stage. So what's your plan for tomorrow? Do you, do you actually want to do a bit of attacking, take some time, or are you just happy to make sure you, uh, you know, stay with your main contenders? It depends on the legs. It depends on the legs and uh, the tactics of the, of the other teams. I mean, um, at the minute, I don't need to attack. I, I have the advantage over who I consider the main GC guys. So at the minute, that's not my responsibility. I'm in a, I'm in a, a great seat right now. Um, but you never know what, what unfolds on the stage, so um, we'll take it as, as it comes. Just a quick summation of the tour. A week in, uh, you had your, your, your small injury and knocked your knee. Uh, it looks to have gotten better each day. How are you, how's it going this week? Yeah, it was, uh, it, it's uh, still uncomfortable. Not, uh, not you know, 100%, uh, but it's not impeding me anymore. Um, Etna was really quite a, a difficult test, but um, managed to pass. So, uh, yeah, it's been getting better every day. Okay, in front of the Lotto bus, uh, about to start stage eight, and uh, got the DS with me, LB Allen Davis. Um, there's a big chance today for Caleb. Yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's another possible chance. Um, obviously, stage eight, there's been a few stages behind us already, and a big one on the cars tomorrow on the horizon, also. So, um, yeah, it just depends how the stages raced individually, but. Uh, Definitely, if Caleb's on a good day, it could be uh, one for him. So he did everything right the other day, just his arms weren't quite long enough. That's about as close as I've seen without being called a dead heat. Yeah, me too, mate. I don't think I've ever been involved with a closer photo finish. Um, yeah, we did everything right. It's just uh, just how it unfolds. As I say, the cookie crumbles like that sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it was hard. Obviously, for Caleb, natural-born winner. and uh, But we move on turn the page and uh you know there's some really good things to come out of the 
the way the boys rode as well and it's important to focus on that and implement that into the next opportunities. Yeah, and probably only uh, after this day uh, two more um, chances really. Yeah that's right. Um, yeah there's a couple more chances on the on the table we believe um, and then yeah we have to reassess and we haven't really decided you know what when when we're going home or what Caleb's doing either yet so it's still uh, open in the air so we just have to take it day by day and uh, reassess it as it goes along. Thanks Irving, good luck today mate. Thank you very much. Okay here we are at the Lotto bus and uh, we've got the, the, the world's greatest sprinter in my opinion, <laughs> Caleb Ewan. Um, but you haven't won one here yet although you went as close as I've ever seen to not uh, winning it the other day. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty frustrating Giro for me so far, but yeah, I mean, there's still more opportunities to come. I think today is going to be maybe a little bit too hard, but um, there's still a chance if I feel good. So um, yeah, I'll have a go today. And then I think on stage 11, there's another yeah, pure sprint. So uh, yeah, still a few more opportunities. Yeah, I thought you had it the other day. I mean, you just the arms are just a fraction too short, mate. Just, <laughs> yeah, my throw was pretty average. Um, so uh, I actually didn't feel him coming till right at the last moment. So I didn't time my throw very well. But yeah, I mean, yeah, fair play to him. He came. He ca yeah, I mean, he came came really late, and uh, it was a good sprint from him. So yeah, frustrating, like I said. But uh, yeah, still some opportunities. Yeah, I, I picked you for today, so uh, I'm disappointed to hear you think it might be a bit too hard because you, you don't mind those short, punchy climbs, except there's just there are a lot of them. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I think you know if there was just the finish climb kind of thing, then uh, then I think I'd be all right. But it's a fact that it's all day long that you know maybe it's going to wear my legs down a bit too much, especially after yesterday. You know, that was a super hard stage with four and a half thousand meters of climbing, so. I think everyone's going to have uh, pretty tired legs today. Thanks, Carl. Good luck, mate. Cheers. Thanks. <laughs> so, Richie, a uh, bit of a nervous day today because of, you know, the streets of Napoli could be anything. Yeah, uh, it's one of those days that no one really knows what's going to happen. Um, quite a tricky one coming off the back of yesterday, which was a pretty solid day, and then tomorrow, which some are saying is the Queen stage of the Giro. So, it's a you know bit of a mixed bag today. We'll see what happens. You've been looking really comfortable. Uh, as you said, tomorrow, some people calling it the Queen stage. What, how do you think it'll go? Well, look, I think it's such a hard climb, the blockhouse, but then also the, the climb before it is pretty solid as well. So I think we're going to see a real, you know, the first proper GC battle, you know, nine days in. So it's going to be a bit of fatigue thrown on top of that. It's going to be absolute mayhem. Also with a recovery day coming the day after, you know, I don't think anybody's going to hold anything back. Good luck tomorrow, mate. Thanks, mate. Great compilation of interviews there. If you guys should be communicate. But as you saw the comments theme for the the GC guys, I mean, the focus was you know on stage nine, as we spoke about yesterday. That's going to be Lockhouse. absolutely yeah. filthy. Uh, now, one of the interviews I couldn't put in the compilation was with Jai Hindley. Uh, you also caught up with him before the start. Yeah, I think uh, oh, I think it'll be an interesting one. Probably a bit messy actually with the final circuits, and uh, yeah, could be pretty stressful. I think. Um, and yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if it'll be a sprint day or maybe one for more like the punchy type guys. Uh, but yeah, I think there'll be a lot of stress in the fellow today. 
seems to be the sentiments of everybody, but uh, more importantly, uh, tomorrow is the big day. So you're part of the Bora Hansgrohe uh, three-pronged attack. It'll be interesting to see how you, what happens tomorrow for you blokes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm uh, really looking forward to it, actually. I think it's a pretty cool stage and it's going to be super tough uh, with two really hard, long climbs. So, yeah, uh, I think as a team, we're pretty keen and pretty motivated for it to have a crack. So I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a proper, proper GC day tomorrow. So a week in, how are you actually feeling yourself? Uh, actually, not too bad, like better and better each day, I would say. Um, yeah, uh, much better than it was actually at the start, which is nice. So I think I'm sort of like riding into it a bit, if you put it like that. <laughs> but yeah, ask, ask me at the end of tomorrow, I might say something different, but yeah, uh, feeling all right. Thanks, Joe. Good luck, mate. No worries. Cheers, cheers. Joe Hindley there, uh, hoping from an Aussie perspective he has a solid ride uh, on stage nine. Now back to the actual stage itself. Uh, Thomas de Gent was the was the winner. If he had you know, just cements himself as one of the all time great breakaway riders. Yeah, you know you've just got to love him. He he just has a go all the time up the road, Tour de France. It's been. I think three years he's won a, a Grand Tour stage. But, uh, um, yeah, he, 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 when you talk about breakaways, you talk about Thomas get. He, he's Mr. Breakaway. And uh, only days ago he, he started to question whether his um, days of breaking away and winning stages were might be done and dusted yet with, with the work he had to do to look after Caleb and so on. But, hey, it soon turned around. They they rode so well, Lotto. Mm. Well, we, we might be speaking to Alan Davis live uh, after the break. Uh, I've sent him a WhatsApp. He said he's keen. He'll, he'll literally leave the celebrations at the dinner table to chat to the detour. <laughs> Make sure, sure oh, you stay God. tuned for that. But uh, another big story uh, was, of course, Dylan, Dylan Grunewagen. Uh, there was talk. We spoke with um, a few of the guys about you know, getting the lead-out train right. Uh, Brent Copeland said on the show the other day that they're still working on that. But, geez, what a victory in uh, Tour of Hungary, if he... Sensational. We managed to... I mean, oh, here we go. Let's look at it coming through. I mean, look at the way he goes past. I mean, he's got a great rivalry with Fabio Jacobs. He went past him and blew his helmet off. And uh, <laughs> beat him by about two or three lengths. It was just... Oh. Very impressive. And and Jacobson's probably got the best form of any sprinter in the world this year. Yeah. Um, and, and to go past him like that, and he already won two stages here, uh, that was very, very impressive. And I love the uh, the victory salute where he's done the, the silence. <laughs> Clear statement. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, there is... No love lost between uh, him and uh, uh, Fabio. That's Fabio in the yellow jersey because he's actually two a leader, although that could change tomorrow. Could quite a hilly final stage. But, um, of course, as we as we know, uh, that terrible crash uh, last year in Turkey when uh, – oh, no, Poland, I think, wasn't it? Uh, it was the year before. Uh, when uh, uh, Jacobson – uh, hit the uh, finish structure, uh, and Dylan got uh, like about six months holiday. I thought he was very harshly treated. Look, it was definitely an in, in, infringement. 
I think he's been very badly treated with this whole thing, Dylan Gromovegan. You know, they, they have incidents, but it was one of the worst set-up finishes of all time. Firstly, they're doing, going downhill doing you know, nearly 80k an hour, and then there was a gap in the, in, the, in, the, in the damn barricades. It was almost like, have a crash here and let's see, see how much damage we can do. And they should have been, well, I'm sure they got in a stripe. They should have been actually kicked off the race for a year or something, you know, being able to even hold a bike race. It was that bad. Mm. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, I reckon we're going to get Alan Davis to talk about a sensational win for Lotto. Stay tuned for more detour. Look at this bike. You think it's just a bike, right? But it's not. <clears throat> it's a bike. 374 people are looking at. This guy, this girl, them, all looking at it. People from here, there, and wherever this is. People that are looking for a bike. Or just a piece of it. Amateurs. Semi-amateurs. And pro-amateurs. This guy wants this bike, but with this crank. And these bars. This could be the perfect match. But not this one. This girl has a bike to sell. And thousands of people might purchase it. Eyes on Bikes help grow small businesses. His, hers, yours. And the latest data and insights help those businesses keep moving. We are the world's number one bike marketplace with over 500,000 products and 900 brands where buyers and sellers are brought together in a place where a bike is never just a bike. Bike Exchange, where the world buys, sells, learns and rides. Fun fact, you can make cycling part of your next Let's Go adventure. With a bike, you can enjoy and explore even more places. So feel the wind in your hair, book a bike, enjoy the outdoors and see more with a Let's Go motorhome today. Thanks again to Bike Exchange. Head over to bikeexchange.com.au. Lexus at Blackburn. This is blackburn.com.au and let's go motorhomes. Let's go motorhomes.com.au. Detecting your pattern there. No excuses to support the companies that support cycling. Now we're going to cross live now to the man on the ground, Alan Davis. Can you hear us, Albie? I can, mate. How are you? Good. Congratulations. It was a uh, massive win, particularly given the heartbreak of that millimetre finish with uh, Caleb Ewan the other day. Yeah, mate. Absolutely. Apologise for the audio here and just had to get out of the restaurant for, for the interview. Oh, but, don't uh, apologise, yeah, mate. Tell <laughs> me, it's, it's, it's not like you to live a, uh, um, a celebration, LB. It's not like yeah, you at all, mate. Right, yeah, no. It's, <laughs> you, boys? No, it was good. Good after the other day, Jonesy. But, um, you know, we're so close with Caleb and we took a lot out of it. The boys, you know... Like I said, I think with uh, with Ify today at the start, um, there's a lot of positives to take out of the the close finish. Also, with the way the guys are 
riding and gelling together and uh, just committing to the job. So uh, we did that again today and we come up trumps. How do you go in the team meetings when you see the course and you go, geez, that looks like a breakaway. Is Thomas to get like, yeah, I've got this, mate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's, uh, he's a pretty good card to have up our sleeve, mate. Um, you know, we knew it was a plan. The plan was to Thomas and the other three climber riders that we have in the team here just to have a crack. Um, it was two cards today. It was quite clear it was either going to be a breakaway or it was just going to be a uh, come down to a sprint, you know, with um, whoever was left. So it was either one or the other. So uh, the plan was to have Thomas and the other three climber guys to have a crack from the start. And uh, it was... It was a bit, uh, bit technical and, you know, circuit-style racing today, so it was uh, favourable for the breakaway. But then we also had Caleb there, you know, he's going pretty sweet. So um, if it did come back or whatever scenario unfolded of today, um, yeah, we had two options, two pronged attacks. If he... Interesting, yeah, that Thomas, uh, just the other day, was saying that, I read in a story that uh, his breakaway uh, chances to winning stages might be a thing of the past. And two days later, he's winning the damn stage. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a, um, it's good for him personally, Johnny. It's uh, I think it's a bit of a boost to morale also for him. It's a bit, um, you know, as you go through your phases of your career, he's done this many times before and it's been a, a few times uh, before he... It, between the wickets before he's done done it the last time so it was good for his confidence he knew him in himself he was uh, in good form um he was just going to take his opportunity when it when it arrived and and today was exactly how that unfolded uh he he had it marked off he said to me at the start of the the Giro he had it marked off until today it was you know all in for Caleb and he does a lot of front, does a lot of work on the front in the sprint days also. So um, apart from getting in the breakaways, he's he's worth his value in weight, mate. Now, when that break formed and really started to get the gap, and you had you know um, Vanderpoel and Gamay there, uh, it looked you couldn't see one of them not winning. Actually, you know their form and uh, and what they've been doing, especially in this Giro. But it all un it sort of backfired on them. They, they it split. They 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 dropped into the second group. Even at a kilometre and a half to go, when they got down to nine seconds, I thought, oh, they're going to close this, but they didn't. Yeah, the biggest. Um, reference point for that reason was Johnny because we had three in the breakaway um, and breaking it down we had then the four riders that were coming into the final we had two so we had the luxury of uh, sacrificing one guy and uh, that's exactly the reason why they stayed away because it was if it was four individual teams it would have been some probably a, a different scenario but we had luxury uh we have harm van van Orka, who was there with yeah. with uh thomas and uh we could sacrifice him to just to make it stay away and uh thomas was confident in, the, in his sprint with those four riders um and we just backed him in and uh so we sacrificed harm and that was the reason why basically um Vanipol and jamay didn't catch him in the end and from the start of that breakaway we had three so that was that was a big part of the puzzle mate yeah 
Yep. You, yep. you, no, you no, talk yeah. about fantastic. Congratulations, mate. It was fantastic. I was going to say, you talk about the confidence within the group. I mean, how much confidence does this give Caleb? Because, you know, it does take a bit of that sort of weight of expectation off where, you know, you've got that win among the team and going into stages like stage 11, um, you know, surely that'll have a, a positive effect. Yeah, mate. It's, uh, it's, it's good in many ways, especially as you mentioned, Jonesy, for Caleb. You know, it takes a bit of the pressure off. He, he carries a lot on his shoulders. Um, and obviously going within a whisker the other day, um, it, it, it's good in many ways for the team and for the structure. Um, and moving forward, looking into the next few days with, with Caleb, it takes that little bit of pressure off and circumstances, you know, uh, it works in, in our favour or, or any team's favour, actually. So uh, it, was, it was a good day from many angles today, and especially with Caleb moving forward with his you know, opportunities that are around the corner. Um, one last one from me, mate, is it's obviously a new and exciting role this year with Lotto. Um, how do you go with your uh, tactics? Do you take bits and pieces that you've had from directors over the years, particularly guys like Neil Stevens? If the guys don't do what you say, does that sort of vein fill into the <laughs> top eye and you get a bit of the old, righto, boys, I'm not going to waste my time with this. <laughs> oh, mate, definitely Steve and I, on, well, I I think anyway, you have to ask Steve, but definitely think on the same page tactically. Um, in terms of veins, not sure if we have the same one, but um, tactics, I think, similar, but uh, probably, yeah, definitely I'm, I'd say, probably more old school, mate. So, uh, yeah, it's just, just, you know, cut out the the messy stuff in between and just stick to a plan and go for it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And uh, the, the the objective is having a plan. So it gives you wind in your sails. So you know where you're going. So even if it's wrong, it's still, you know, you got some directions where you're going. And uh, Steve-O's pretty good at that and he's done it for a long time. But uh, yeah, mate, it's uh, it's it's a new job here at Lotto, Sudal, and uh, really enjoying it. And yeah. Hopefully the season can continues the way it's going. Well, my son's yeah. just woken up and he's joined us on the detour. That's what I was doing the six. That's what I was doing the six thirty a.m. So I thought, oh, perfect, I can time it where they're still in bed. So Willie's. Hey, Will, how are you, mate? Just say good boys. Good mate. Hi. Hello. Okay. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, uh, congratulations on the day. Anything for you, Ify? Yeah, I think I finished with one, the one thing. You mentioned stage 11. There's a big chance for Caleb. And I reckon, I know you can't say, you'll probably go after that because uh, a couple of monster days after that, he'll want to get ready for the Tour de France. But he's got to get through tomorrow. And I looked at it. And I, it's going to be a tough day for the sprinters. Uh, there's a few who won't get through. They're going to get spat after 3K. There's no way they don't go out the back, and there's no coming back. So they've got a big, big day. Yeah, mate, it's no secret. It's a big day tomorrow for for not only us and Caleb, and it's for all the sprinters within the peloton, it's a big day. You've got to get through it. Yep. There's a rest day straight after it. So um, <laughs> if you don't get through it, you're not going to be there on stage 11. That's that's fact. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Caleb's going all right, mate. He's going like yesterday. He got through it pretty, pretty sweetly. Today is also pretty, pretty cruisy. So um, it's not only Caleb just to get that sprint group through. Also, um, is is important to come into the 
the next sprint opportunity. So uh, definitely I'm aware of it, mate, and uh, we'll try and get through yep. it and, uh, yeah, turn the page and look look into those opportunities later on, day by day. Good stuff, I, I reckon you get through as well, but I, I, I reckon Cav and uh, and Demar will have even bigger issues. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, mate. Bloody oath. Well, we really appreciate you being on the detour, mate. Willie's really appreciate it as well. Good on you, Will. See you, Albie. See you, Will. <laughs> no, Will's, Will's hanging around. He's not, going, he's not going anywhere. Now, you did catch up with uh, Dave McPartland as well uh, after the finish. Uh, this is the interview from... After stage, to do a wrap up. Yes. So we've just finished stage eight in, in Naples, Napoli, uh, a, a great stage. And uh, with me, I've got uh, um, DS of Bike Exchange, Jayco, Dave McPartland. Um, interesting stage for you guys, mate. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, well, we're anticipating quite a dangerous circuit there in the centre of uh, Napoli, but uh, in the end, it was actually quite. Uh, quite flowing um it was technical but flowing you know it was actually a pretty good day and um we got through it safely which is a priority number one to make sure that uh we got through was uh spending as little energy as possible and simply just uh getting through safely in anticipation of what's to come tomorrow I noticed uh, you, you had uh, Damien Housen and uh, Callum Scottson. I saw them come in uh, a couple of groups back, so they obviously back right off to, to, to be very fresh for tomorrow. Yeah, yep. They're uh, the two guys that we're going to rely on heavily tomorrow. Um, and, yeah, so that was always part of the plan, to make sure that those guys, uh, I mean, look, they had a role earlier in the day, but uh, once coming into the final, it was not necessary for those guys to push on and waste energy that we, you know, we're going to... Re- we need from them tomorrow so talking of tomorrow and uh for you aussies it'll be uh today um but uh some people are calling it the queen stage but it is a major stage and uh, you know the gc will be really um shaking up tomorrow yeah uh this year there's probably two or three queen stages actually normally one stands out from the others but uh tomorrow there's five thousand more than five thousand meters of um altitude climbing meters so it's it's you don't get much more than that in any Grand Tour. Um, so huge stage. It's hard from the start, uh, climbing straight out of the block. So um, that in itself just means that it's going to be super aggressive. Um, great, great uh, watching for the for the viewers, of course. But uh, we'll be uh, yeah, it'll be tense for us. Um, we need to make sure that we're really well organised and. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a first real day. I mean, Etna was Etna was a test already, for sure. But it was only a one mountaintop finish. You know, tomorrow's uh, we've got a hard start. It's a long day, 190 plus k, and then you've got uh, Paso Lanciano before it, which is a, a big climb in itself, and then Blockhouse, which is a, a medic. You know, it's a it's a massive climb. Yeah, quite steep. So uh, even though you don't have to worry about this, the sprinters. Are going to have big, uh, a big challenge tomorrow to, act, to make the time cut because they're going to get spat very early and they have a long day. Yeah, saw uh, Cav, uh, Cavendish was dropped there early on the circuit there today and I thought, oh, he's, he's uh, probably not going to sleep tonight looking at uh, tomorrow's <laughs> stage, but um, they will have for sure. They will have a, it's a pretty, uh, pretty big time cut, but um, yeah, they're going to for sure have their work cut out just to make it. Now, Simon, uh, of course, we've knew, he's had a couple of issues with his knee when he, when he crashed. He's gotten better every day. Um, 
What do you think will happen tomorrow? Uh, do you think uh, he will actually have a bit of an attack or he, it's going to be up to the others to take time from him? Uh, well, it all depends on arrivals as well, of course. I mean, we will have a plan, uh, but then uh, we can't just do our own thing. We have to uh, also look at what uh, what other teams, how aggressive other teams are. Um, and, of course, it might go on and on and on at the start. Um, like we saw the other day, it took 60 kilometres for the break to form. Um, it's likely we'll probably see that similar thing again tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, Yates is good. He's, uh, everything's going on track. Um, again, we'll see tomorrow. I think it's going to come to, probably come down to just a final showdown on the, uh, the last kilometres of Blockhouse. Thanks, Dave. Have a great day, mate. Cheers, mate. David Parland there. We've got a live comment from Benjamin Foxcroft. He says, G'day, boys. Great work if you're on all the chat with the team. Will Yates be avoiding pink until the last week? No. Look, I've got a feeling he might end up in pink tomorrow. Um, he's not chasing it. He doesn't – He doesn't. He, you're right. He, he doesn't really want it until the last week. But if he gets it, he'll take it and then – they won't just won't defend it. They'll let a break go up the road with a with a non-threatening person who can take the GC. Um, they'd be happy to do that. So I think that'd be planned. Um, yeah, I, I I think he will end up in in pink tomorrow. All right. Well, it's going to be an interesting stage. I think everyone's going to be glued. Who's your tip for the finish up blockhouse? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, I I I think Simon might just. Um, have the goods. I think he might be able to. Um, mm. So I'll, I'll go with Simon. All right. Who's your tip, Will? Who's going to win the stage? Spider-Man. Yeah, all right. Put your money on Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. It's a perfect stage of Spider-Man, actually. That is. That is. He'll shoot his webs and uh, pull the brake back. All right. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in again. Great work on the ground. If he, uh, someone else wants to know, Gates contract extension. Oh, yes. That's uh, no doubt about that. He's not going anywhere. He, he absolutely loves uh, um, Green Edge and he's not going anywhere. I hear, yeah. I, I hear rumours his brother would love to come back too, but that's just rumours. Rumours. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a big day. Great work on the ground. Thanks to Alan Davis for tuning in live as well, uh, leaving the celebratory dinner. And we'll be back again 6.30 a.m. Might even have to go earlier. If the kids are getting up just before seven, uh, yeah, we'll be back, we'll be back live again. Thanks for all the support, guys. And remember, youtube.com forward slash a detour podcast. Make sure you click that subscribe button, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Cheers. This is the winning